Hello and welcome back to Organized Goofing. This is episode two of the first season. I don't know how many seasons we're going to do, but I know we're going to do a lot of episodes because you guys gave a bunch of support to the first one, and I'd like to thank you guys for that. Uh, Before we get on with the show, I'm just going to say, let's keep organizing our goofing. I've got some good stuff planned, and I can't wait to tell you guys all about it. All right. I know last time uh, we talked about a bunch of different stuff. I know a lot of you guys uh, appreciated kind of the way I branched out, but try and stick to one topic. Um, Today's topic is going to be how to get a joke written, basically. I explained a lot of things in the other episode, but that's implying that you already had like jokes. So this time I'm going to go into a segment where I am going to take one situation that was a little funny that happened to me and show you how I branched that out into a whole variety of different jokes um, that made me and my friends laugh and I am for sure going to put it in my next routine next time I perform. It was a good one. So let's get right into that. Okay, I've got... I've got one pretty funny bit. This was something that happened to me. It's uh it's a pretty funny uh funny statement, but I want to show you guys how I branched this out into kind of a much bigger joke and combined it with a lot of other my previous knowledge. So uh some background story so that we can get our topic. Um basically I was on the phone with one of my friends and uh we were talking and she didn't think that Helen Keller was dead. Like she thought Helen Keller was still alive. And it was really funny because we had a good laugh over it. Um, but that's not, that's not funny on its own. See, if I, if I went up to a routine and I like was up on stage and I said, one of my friends thought Helen Keller was still alive, that might get like a chuckle, but it's nowhere near getting a laugh. So I, you want to continue talking to someone about that topic and then like branch it out some more and like make conversation because things come up. So when, when in that case with the Helen Keller thing, I, I, I thought it would be, I mean, it's, it's really mean because it's not very, it's not okay to really make fun of like disabilities or people who were born with a, something that they can't change. But also no joke is off limits as long as enough people are laughing. So if you get it good, you know, you might as well say it. But uh, basically, I was making fun of uh, like how someone would communicate with her because she's blind and deaf. So that would be kind of interesting. Like, what are you going to do? Speak Braille? Like, <laughs> there's not a lot of ways that you can talk to someone who's blind and deaf. And then I thought, wait a minute she's dead, which means that she's a ghost, which means not only can she not see or hear, but now she can no longer taste or touch. So she has no senses and she's just kind of like vibing around in the corner. So if I wanted to be haunted by any ghost, I would rather have it be Helen Keller. Now see, that's a little bit more funny than just saying my friend thought Helen Keller was still alive. But you can still say that. So if I were to fit this 
uh, into a routine, which I probably will because it was pretty funny. I, I would, I would probably word it a little something like this. I was on the phone late with my friend one night and we were talking and I guess at some point Helen Keller came up and, uh, I'm not trying to be mean here, but talking to Helen Keller must have been really difficult because, you know, she can't like hear you and you can't do sign language because she can't see you. So we were talking about that. And then at some point, I, she said, I'd love to meet her someday. Well, and I was like, yeah, you can when you're dead. But she like froze for a sec and didn't understand what I meant. And she said, wait, Helen Keller's not alive anymore. And I said, yes, she is alive. She's been living for over a hundred years. She's the oldest American alive. And then we got talking and some more. And I said, well, wait a minute. If she's a ghost, then she can't like do anything, can she? I mean, if I were to be haunted by any ghost, it might as well be Helen Keller, because not only can she not see me or hear me, but she can no longer touch me or taste me. Not that I would want her to, but yeah. And and you can like branch off with that a little more, uh, connect that to some other segments. There are some good connectivity points. Uh, you can connect it to the point where like, uh, if you're talking about how sometimes you're on the phone with people, you can bring that up. Uh, if you talk about dead people or ghosts, you can add that in. It's a little, it's very versatile and you want it to be that way because you can just fit it into anything. Like, and that's how you want your jokes to be. When a joke like comes to mind, you want to be able to squeeze all of the joke juices out of it and get as much as you can out of it. Even if not all of it is funny, because that way you have reference points to add it into a routine. So that way it doesn't feel forced. Like you're talking, you're going through a routine or something and you're like, oh yeah, by the way, my friend thought Helen Keller wasn't dead. You know, it's like people will notice that. It's like when I was talking about last time, it's you want to be able to flow through your routine without uh, any interruptions unless they're like laughing interruptions or if there's like a fire drill or anything like that. (laughs) Uh, So there's... uh, there's uh, that one example. Um, I have a couple others. Another thing is things that aren't funny to you but could still be interesting, you need to write down as well. Because when you're up on stage, uh, people like want to know about you. Because if you're just some random guy that like, keeps coming up every time, I mean, people aren't going to know a lot about you. They're going to know that you're funny, hopefully. Uh, but you want people to have some information about you. So jokes that have, like, your background in them. Not, not too much, because we don't want stalkers. Uh, but if you just want to let people know what's going on in your life every time you go up on stage, or what's happening, how, how many times have you almost died, how many times do you clean your ears every day, even a little bit, it'll be enough to get people to know you, and when people know you, people like you, and when people like you, they love you, and when they love you, you win talent shows. So uh, that's about it for this segment. I have another thing planned for you, and that's coming right up. All right, for the last segment today, I just want to talk a little bit about how to get into those situations where you get jokes. Um, Because I talked about that, but not a lot of people do similar things to everybody else. That's what makes us all different. 
to get into those kind of situations uh, where you're like actually making jokes and getting funny things happening to you, I would say make sure to talk to everybody you meet, except strangers in white vans, uh, not wearing them in them, and uh, make sure that you uh, are just living a interesting life. I know that's not the easiest thing to do with everybody having to stay home because of the virus, but I've still been able to come up with jokes via, like, calling people and um, just, like, putting myself in weird situations. Um, so being able to kind of unlock that potential and look at the world in different funny ways makes it so that you can make ordinary things turn into really funny jokes. I would say do things that you wouldn't normally do because your experiences will often be hilarious, especially if you're bad at something. If you publicly fail, people love that and people love hearing about it. So make sure to publicly fail often. I'd love to see that someday. Uh, a bunch of people publicly failing. Maybe it, I'll, I'll make another pod, podcast called Publicly, publicly bleh, Failing, if I can talk. <laughs> that could be a fun one. Show you how many times I've publicly failed. And that's how many jokes I have. If I've been writing for three years, I can guarantee you I've failed a lot of times in those three years. And that's what makes that's what makes the job all worthwhile. Uh, so, yeah, that's this is going to be a short segment. This is just kind of a little outro bit, little funny kind of last tip. I hope you guys enjoyed watching. And let's get to the outro. Thanks so much again, guys, for watching. Uh, stay tuned. I'm at least going to do four of these. If we continue getting, getting uh, more support, uh, I'll make sure to put out more of these episodes. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Uh, remember to keep what I said in mind. Remember to write your stuff down. Try your best to live an interesting life and publicly fail. I'm getting very tired of saying that. I've said that a lot. <laughs> Thanks again for watching. Uh, and stay tuned for next time. This has been Organized Goofing, and I've been your host, Josh. It's been a funny adventure, and I'll see you guys later.